live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Good morning to our listeners to 91.3 FM audio streaming at www.vosfm.co.za 95 FM in the Boiland. Today we are privileged to be speaking to the national chairperson at Sanzev, that is Fedus Mohammed. As we all know, many organizations trying to make a difference within our community and Sanzev being at the forefront, subhanAllah, of many organizations as well, networking with others. Fedus, Assalamu alaikum, and indeed a warm welcome. Assalamualaikum Aisha. How are you? How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Shukran yourself, Fadis. I'm very well. Alhamdulillah. Excited today. So, Alhamdulillah for that. Alhamdulillah. Fadis Sanzev has released the annual audited financial statement and review for, um, of activities. So, we understand that Sanzev is one of the largest zakat collection and for Sanzev. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbi Shrahli Sadri, wa Yasirli Amri, Wahlul Ukatamli Sadiakaw Kauli. Chipranti Aisha, yes, firstly, uh, the 2019-2020 results. Uh, maybe I'd like to just say that these activities reflect the hard work and dedication of the census team and volunteers, as well as the compassion and support and trust of our donor and beneficiary communities. And for that, we say Jazakumullah Khairan. Sanzev, um, like you mentioned, is a community organization, and because of that, Amana, we are duty-bound to present our performance and activities to our various stakeholders, and to give them the opportunity to review how we have spent the funds and whether we have delivered on that mandate. So the release of these results also demonstrates our continued commitment on accountability and transparency to our donors and wider stakeholders. And like you mentioned, Ante Aisha, we do this every single year. We are not without fault or mistakes. Because we are open to improve where we can. And um, our compliance to good governance and best practices is something our trustees have placed importance on from inception um, of the organization, which is about 46 years ago. And this was testament to our international recognition we humbly received just after the close of our financial year end by the Global Good Governance Awards in the category Capacity Building. And we also cemented the strength in governance was at the same time, we were also recognized by the Quality Council for Trade and Occupation as a skills development provider for our chef and cuisine training. So our learners can now receive an official CETA approved certificate when they complete our course, which makes it easier for them to enter the job market. And that is what it is essentially about, Adi Aisha. Alhamdulillah. And I see that this year has been all about making an impact. Tell us more about the impact made through the various projects. Um, Alhamdulillah, we have a national footprint. So our projects are tailored specific to the needs of our various regions, but more so that we deliver projects and programs that offer long-term sustainable solutions to the extremely high levels of poverty and unemployment in South Africa. And this has always been done in a manner that is transparent and accountable. This year, through our daily welfare casework, 
Over 25,000 individuals were impacted as they received assistance, of which, alhamdulillah, more than 70% were women seeking to improve their condition um, of their families. Mm-hmm. And from a base of extensive welfare programs, we are able to identify families where further assistance can be provided by incorporating the entire family into our solutions-oriented approach, where it's from early learning and primary school support to secondary and tertiary assistance, all the way to adult vocational training and entrepreneurial empowerment. And our continued commitment to educational development initiatives impacted the lives of over 5,000 aspiring youth investing 20 million specifically in our bursary program, which benefited 977 students, of which 116 graduated this year, alhamdulillah. But as part of our ongoing process, we monitor and mentor our graduates to solidify their successes. And then we further invest in our youth, in our other various youth uh, empowerment initiatives. One coming to mind is our mentoring this program, which offers tuition to about 100 to 1,800 school learners by over 100 volunteer uh, tutors. But more from a security, food security point of view, Sandif has partnered with some communities in our agricultural programs in Kwatema, Gauteng, Paledi in Polokwane, and Ikateni in Maritzburg, impacting the lives of individuals and communities through sustainable means of making a living. So our campaign around impact was more around the fact that anyone can make an impact, whether they support the community organization as a volunteer or whether it's through financial assistance. But I think what we have learned from these recent times is that you can make an impact on the Aisha, no matter how small the deed, and it doesn't have to be uh, financial. Subhanallah. Just on that note also, when we speak about the bursary, it's a full bursary, not a bursary loan. So the student, they don't pay back, um, you know, that, that money to you, I suppose. No, absolutely. It's not conditional. Um, it's a full bursary. Well, we, uh, it depends. The loan, these, obviously it's not regarded as a loan, but sometimes some regions give full bursaries and that is the process uh, where we'd prefer to follow. But sometimes we have arrangements with other organizations where, for example, we may offer the 50% and they offer the 50%. Mm-hmm. So it depends exactly on what arrangements there are in the various regions. But it's definitely not a loan that they have to repay. It's a full on bursary. Alhamdulillah. And um, has there been an increase in zakah collection, which then allows for more zakah distribution? Alhamdulillah, Auntie Aisha, through the support and generosity of the Muslims around South Africa, a total project distribution efforts reached over half a million individuals nationally. And we believe this was underpinned by the educational effectiveness of our nationwide ad- um, zakah advocacy programs, like we used to have in Ramadan, the zakah Q&A. And that increased um, utilization and also the increased utilization of our digital platforms. Um, and this continues to humble us as it, as it reminds us of the importance of upholding the very important third pillar of Islam. And I'm just reminded of the hadith where the Prophet ﷺ was reported to have said, charity does not decrease wealth. And this was surely a reflection of the compassion the community showed to humanity, which resulted in various of our non-Zakar project distribution, for example, our Qurbani benefiting over 100,000 individuals, both locally and in Mozambique and Malawi, as well as our Sukhur, Iftar and Fikra programs, which provided food to over 300,000 individuals with home meals, food hampers and parcels. So our focus, though, is not just on collections, it's more on distribution, but in a way that makes an impact in the lives of those we serve, and not necessarily on the Zakar collection specifically, as I mentioned. 
people are connected to the things that we do. And when we do the work, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides. Amen. Amen. So we know you referred to how this year has been unforgettable because of COVID-19 in the last few months of the financial year. How did the organization respond to that? And um, I suppose all the plans and the way forward have to take the pandemic into account, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think the hadith that is so relevant here is the one where the Prophet Mm. said that Give charity without delay, for it stands in the way of calamity. And alhamdulillah, the community opened their hearts and showed much compassion to those most fortunate um, that was affected by the pandemic. And in the last month of our financial year, the COVID-19 required us to actually take on additional um, outreach programs. strategic partnerships which then allowed us to distribute 10 million rands worth of aid across South Africa. And whilst the pandemic meant we needed to refocus our energies on the immediate and unprecedented food relief demands, we still remain committed to deliver on our empowerment, education and development programs in the coming months. COVID-19 has changed our current reality um, for sure and will certainly impact the way we do things in the future, Auntie Aisha. And the current scale of our socioeconomic challenges warrants us to have new strategic partners and collaborations to meet the demands that exist out there. We are grateful to all those partners and donors who assisted us in leveraging the power uh, of, of our efforts um, that, that was done. And without these gener- uh, generous uh, stakeholders, we clearly could not have been able to respond in the significant scale that we did. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. To our listeners, we're speaking to Ferris Mohamed, National Chairperson of SANZAF, and we've mentioned, you know, early in our interview with her, focusing on the annual audited financial statements. So, Ferris, for our listeners who wish to go through the entire financial statement and review, how could they do that? Well, I would encourage the public to go and view our results, which is available on our website. Um, as well as on our social media platforms and will be available in some national community newspapers, inshallah. So if anyone feels that we can improve on certain areas, they must please feel free to contact us and do so, inshallah. So and we- maybe just lastly, Aisha, on behalf of the trustees and myself, I'd like to thank everyone who participated in our achievements and we beseech the Almighty to ease the plight of the destitute and to guide and protect the Ummah and community organizations like Sanzaf so we may continue his work with excellence and sincerity. I mean, I mean. so that web address is www.sensor.org.za. Yes, that, that's what it is. Okay, there we go. Shukran so much for chatting to us. All the best until we speak again. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The great thinker and scholar Imam Al Ghazali emphasized that if a community were afflicted with a calamity and many people are close to death, then there's an obligation on the rich to fulfill the needs of the poor and the hungry. COVID-19 is expected to negatively affect many households in vulnerable communities. Make an impact by contributing to our emergency response efforts to assist and give hope to the poor, sick and those most in need. Do your part. Act to make an impact. Contribute online. For more information, visit sansaf.org.za. Sansaf, changing lives through development and relief.